Hey Trailblazers, welcome back to the Trailblazers podcast. In today's episode, we are going to talk about what your spending has to do with making money. Now, in the last few episodes, I have been releasing topics all about money, making money, redefining your relationship with money, investing in yourself, selling high ticket coaching. We've been talking about all the good stuff in this uh, in this topical season and I am just so excited to explore this topic with you all today because I love 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 as you probably already can tell I love talking about what money has to do with our relationship with ourselves and today we're gonna shine the light on basically why it can be so hard to spend money on yourself or on anything and how that can be redefined to become an empowering thing. And the thing is, we don't grow up being told how to do this. I think this is the kind of stuff that people should teach in schools, if you ask me. (laughs) Because money plays such a huge role in our lives and in the world we live in that it's just so toxic and unhelpful to not be educated about money and the the true value of what money can create and this isn't to glorify money either money is just a resource i've been hammering on about it in the last few episodes it is just a resource there is no good or bad or evil and moral in in money money is just a resource just like time just like energy there is a sense of finiteness in money and the annoying thing or let's say the ingenious thing about money is that humans created it humans created currencies and and forms of tangibly measuring quantifying value exchange it used to actually not be money used to be like grains of salt i think and it used to be gold but now we have currencies we have actual money we have cash we have dollars same thing with time though i realized this that time was just when the sun rose and when the sun set back in the day and humans have created systems around it and now it rules our lives and to the point where it causes depression because people feel chronic stress and they just feel like there's not enough time in their life. But the truth is there is more than enough time, full stop. There is more than enough money, full stop. There is so much money in the world. There is so much time in the world. But we created clocks and systems and dollar amounts and currencies and standards and income rates and wages and salaries we've created all these things and we've tied them so deeply to our identity and this is where the drama begins this is why spending money and making money is is so so difficult for a lot of people so today really i want to talk about in particular spending money and making money And having those two experiences feel equally as rewarding 
and empowering and just equally amazing. And you might be thinking like, Nicole, what the heck are you on about? Because how does spending money feel good? Aside from when I pay for the meal that I've been craving or aside from when I pay for those shoes that I've been saving up for or treating myself, when does spending money, paying bills, paying a ticket, like a parking ticket, a fine, paying for maintenance, since when is that supposed to feel good and how right but the thing is spending hard uh spending hard spending money is hard for most people when it goes towards things that aren't luxurious or provide some sort of entertainment value on the surface because we have been conditioned to only feel good when we're spending on those things that I like to call them like band-aid pleasures. Not that band-aids can really give you pleasure, but it's like a mask, right? Um, It masks, it medicates, that's a better word, it medicates our desire to be fulfilled in a very short-term, quick and easy way, but it doesn't last very long. And, you know, I'm talking about your Uber Eats. I do this all the time. I do this so much in the last few weeks. Um, I'm in a calorie surplus, meaning I get to eat lots of food um, and train really, really heavy and and whatnot, but um, I can get away with it. <laughs> it's so good. But anyway, um, I think here in this particular podcast, I want to create some space to just chat about how to make making money feel good. Whatever your job is, whatever industry you're in, whatever niche you're in, and whatever part of your journey you're in, I don't care if you're like never signed a client before, like we want to make making money feel good. Even if it's your first $200, $20, or $2,000, or $200,000, making money feel good. Okay, so money feels good to make when... And I have three points for each of these. Making money feels good to make. What? I'm confusing myself. Anyway, making money feels good to make. (laughs) I'm just having a moment here. (laughs) All right, all right, we're back, we're back. Okay, first point is money feels good to make when it is a byproduct of true service and doing something that has deep meaning to you. This is why so many people leave their jobs to to go and pursue something they love, even if they are going to make less money, because there's this value placed on purpose, this value placed on reward, And the reward isn't the financial gain, it's the fulfillment. But here's the thing, a lot of people who are, who who start in this place though, get stuck here because they, they believe so deeply, they've spent so much work telling themselves that money doesn't matter, I just, I just want to do what I love. But then when they want to grow, when they want to make more money, when they're actually struggling to make ends meet, and they actually need to raise their prices, they need to go and do different things, like 
they're like, but I'm not in it for the money. Like, I can't possibly raise my prices. Like, people are going to think I'm in it for the money. And they, like, kind of now have to dig themselves out of that hole. So there's this dichotomy when it comes to, like, telling yourself, you know, I want to do work that is fulfilling. I want to make money in a fulfilling way without cheating yourself of the ability to actually grow your business, grow your income potential, right? There is a way, but it has to begin with your relationship with money. And so when you do make money and you want it to feel good, the goal is to have that balance in place, to understand that money is going to feel good to make whatever that number is, whether it's a big number or a small number. But If you continue to make that amount of money, but let's say the cost of living gets higher, you don't, you don't go with the times, you don't, um, they call it inflation, but you don't, you know, raise your prices, you don't do anything, then you're going to be left behind and all of a sudden, you know what's going to happen? You're going to despise the fact that you're making less. And then what happens? You end up back in that place where you started, where you're not fulfilled by the money. Uh, sorry, well, you're not fulfilled by the purpose, even though you're doing the work that you want to do now, you're still feeling like you're ripping yourself off and then you get stuck. So when it comes to making making money feel good, make sure that you have that balance of valuing your um, yourself and the work that you bring in and, and charging at the prices that are going to truly... Um, be reflective of the worth that you bring. And I'm going to do another episode on this, on um, pricing and really getting energetically behind whatever your price point is and being able to really sell that and know that you deserve that and like just not back down on it. But that's one part of it. And then the other part of it is really also understanding that there is that deeper purpose. And and it sounds so like mushy and like, oh, Nicole, you're really talking about purpose again? But here's the thing, like, what else are you on earth for? <laughs> like, if not for the the relationships, the people, the life, like the, the air you get to breathe, the scenery, the, the interactions, the fact that we get to cross paths with other human beings and do the journey with them. Like, we all have these unique skills that we bring into the world and we bring into the business world, into the marketplace. And for most of us, we start with the desire to serve. We start with the desire to get this gift, this passion, this mission out to the world. But we lose it because money and the dialogue around money gets so hard. We get discouraged. We stop building our businesses. We talk ourselves out of what we can do for people simply because no one wants to say yes. Simply because we get scared of talking about money. We get scared that we're going to we're going to rob people if they if they pay us high ticket and you know we're going to be a scam if they sign on with us and they don't get results like that is not the point money is a currency and people when you charge for your services whatever your service may be especially if you're a coach people aren't paying for just the upfront transactional thing they're not paying for a course a product X amount of coaching calls with you know they're paying for the fact that you now get to do life with them and you get to bring into their space a new level of perspective a new level of skill set a new level of expertise it's an entire ecosystem that they are now getting to be a part of 
And the fun thing is, if you've been investing in yourself, if you've spent years and years working through your own stuff, going the hard road, learning, executing, growing, investing in yourself, then anyone you cross paths with is also going to get access to that. And if you don't think that that is worth a dollar amount, then it's going to be really hard for you to grow that coaching business. Because you're just going to keep thinking that you're smaller than what you actually are. No matter how much education you bring in, no matter how many clients you actually get transformations for, it's just going to be that same old narrative, right? Okay, next point. Money feels good to make when you see the bigger picture and in that picture, you are not at the center. And what I mean by that is money feels really good to make When you see that the other person on the other side of a transaction is actually the one receiving more value. It's so strange, right? Money feels good to make as a a soul trader or as an entrepreneur or as a coach when you see that the act of putting money down and investing actually blesses and grows the person who does it rather than you, the person who receives it. Because for you, yes, it's going to mean growth in, in your um, profit for the month. Yes, it's going to mean growth in maybe your potential because you've just unlocked a new level, you've closed a new client, you've signed at a new, at a new price point, whatever that may be. But truly, making money feels good when you see that this act of putting money down, when someone signs to work with you, It isn't them putting down money on you or your program, but it's truly, you you well and truly believe that it's them putting the money down on them. There's no guilt. There's no guilt attached to that. And I have worked through this so deeply in the last year. My, My coach has like literally been coaching me so hard on my money mindset because this is something that I just really struggled with feeling guilty about charging, let alone charging high ticket prices, right? And so many coaches get stuck here. They lowball themselves and they make the transaction about them. You are not the Lord. (laughs) You are not going to change their life, okay? It's them that's going to change their life. When you sign someone on, to your service, to your program. It's your client that's going to change your life. And the very act of putting down money on their belief, on themselves to be able to make this happen, to be able to commit, to be able to get to the next level is symbolic. And that's why it can get emotional. And guys, I can't tell you how many consult calls that I've been on that have gotten so emotional Because this conversation around money, I have released my own thoughts and drama around it. I've released the guilt I have towards making it and asking for it. And I've just poured out love to the person on the other side of the screen. And they are just seeing that, hang on, this really isn't about me not having enough money. This is about me not trusting me. And when they can get to that other side and actually put something down on themselves, it is a big deal, guys. 
especially for coaching. Because that's the energy you need someone in to create results in their life. And that's why not everyone does it. That's why price is a qualifier as well. That's why only the people who are so committed will do this. And they will find a way to make ends meet. They will maybe have to pick up a part-time job. or they, But they will make a way when you detach from this idea that you are the one that, d- that gets this money. You're not taking money right? When you can release all of this like ickiness or graspiness around making the money and having to make the money, it actually feels good to make. It feels good to welcome it in when it does come because there was no graspiness and like desperation to make it. It was a an open invitation. It was an act of service to have the person like rightfully have the space to process their decision without you interfering with your own money drama right so that's how do we how we make money feel good to make this is a serious tongue twister my brain is like buzzing because i'm like am i saying that right but anyway the third thing i wanted to say making me- making money i i'm just not going to get this money feels good to make when third point You believe you are deserving of it. So this is more from the angle of coaches feeling guilty that they don't have the experience, that they don't have the tangible results that they can promise people in order to exchange something transactionally. And a lot of people in the coaching mentoring space feel this way, especially as beginners. And it's simply because they don't believe they deserve it. And if you don't believe you deserve it, making money is going to be hard. Really, really, really hard. Money feels good to make when you actually accept that you are worthy of receiving it. And it sounds very like woo-woo, but I mean, worthiness is just about acceptance. It, and it's not about creating or formulating this idea, convincing yourself that you're worthy and like chanting it over and over again. I'm worthy, I'm worthy, I'm worthy. It's about uncovering what is already there. And I coach a lot of my students on this when they're working through pricing and selling because a lot of worthiness stuff comes up. I coached a client on how she was a VA for Uh, for a while before she decided to become a coach and part of her reason for staying as a VA for so long even though she knew she wanted to be a coach was literally because she felt like she didn't have enough experience and the coaches that she had worked with like the coaches that she was a VA for she just couldn't imagine being where they were and helping people in the way that they were um, because she was just a VA a small little VA this insignificant little VA and part of that is the narrative like that coaches have like coaches talk to their VAs like they're lesser than them no guys VAs are just as influential powerful valuable okay and if you're a VA wanting to become a coach like girl do it do it because the truth is 
it's not about status. It's not about what rank your role is. You are valuable whatever role you are in, whatever job you are in, whatever niche you are in, whatever service you provide, whatever part of the journey in business you're in. Even if it's your first week, you are valuable. Notice how I say you. You are valuable. It's not your skill set, your work. And that's the thing. The worthiness part is not about creating or formulating this idea that you're valuable or earning the sense of value. It's the fact that by virtue of you being alive and breathing on this earth, having experienced what you've experienced, knowing what you know, serving people the way that you know you can serve them, just by that alone, you are valuable. And therefore, you deserve it. Whatever that amount is, you deserve it. And in order to to make money that feels good to make, you must believe that you are deserving of it. And a part of this as well is if you know you have been through so much, whether you've, in terms of knowledge, like you've learned a lot, you've spent a lot of time learning, you've spent a lot of money investing in your brain, like... That is also a sense of worthiness that some people don't think counts. I work with coaches who have been in the industry for years and they still think and feel about themselves as if they were a coach just starting out because they have never acknowledged that they have grown so much, that they are able to actually help so many more people than when they started. You have to really, really do the work on a regular basis to acknowledge your growth on a daily level and on a weekly level. And I would encourage you today, like if money, if you are an entrepreneur and you want to make making money feel good, you have to do the intentional work. Sit down with yourself once a week and just like how you might sit down and look over your finances, how much you've made that week. Take some time, intentional time, to actually think about the fact that other than money, how else did you grow this week? How else did your business grow? And why was that? Take an inventory, write a list, write a running list of how you are not the same person, the same version of yourself today in this very moment than you were in the last month, in the last week, in the last day, in the last hour. That's how you measure real growth. And because you are human, you are designed to grow. You are capable of growth. And that growth, it cannot be capped. It really, really cannot be capped. And so if you are recognizing that this growth is actually what makes you worthy, if you recognize that the fact that you are adaptable, that you are always learning, absorbing, becoming the best version of yourself, and you can really acknowledge that to be something that is worthy then making making that money feel good is going to be easy. Charging is going to feel easy. Spending is also going to be easy. All right? So that's part one. Now, part two is all about making spending that money feel even better. And I love this part because we all love to spend. We all love that good dopamine hit Even when we don't have the money, (laughs) we spend it. 
And if you're anything like me, um, I, it's funny because like I was talking to my client Sam about this in our IG live, uh, I, IG live interview the other week, um, about money and how we both kind of, we grew up in like low income homes and we basically had like just this unhealthy relationship with money in that it was always scarce. Making money was hard. Spending money was hard. And like, even when we make money, even when there's lots of money in our bank, say your pay comes in, it's just, you're so conditioned to, to be used to not having lots of money that subconsciously you just somehow spend it all. And even when you have that last $20 in the bank, like, you're still like, I can spend it because there's almost a feeling of safety in not having money. And how freaking crazy is that? That's what you call like hardcore self-sabotage right there. (laughs) And I see this pattern come up when it comes to making money as well as spending money in business. Because here's the thing, you you start your own business and at first you're just like, oh cool, an extra $200, what? And you just spend it because it's like, you, you want to enjoy that hard-earned money, right? Or if you're wise, you might save it, you might reinvest it back into your business, which you do eventually, you do learn that. But let's like, let's just acknowledge that in the beginning, there's not a real structure around it until you start taking it seriously And then you start going, okay, I should probably save this. I should probably reinvest this. I should probably um, get this thing that's going to help my business. So, So you start making a little bit more wise financial decisions. But the thing is, because as an entrepreneur, as a, especially someone who's starting your own thing and doing it solo, your business is going to be an extension of your personal life and your personal world then the same thing is going to happen with your relationship with money. It's going to translate. Your money habits is going to translate. Same thing when you grow, when you get to the point where you grow and you want to, um, you want to train a team member and pay team members, like your relationship with money is not going to change all of a sudden just because you have more money. You're, if you started off stingy, you're going to keep being stingy. And I like to think that when the more successful we get, the more that that success actually amplifies and magnifies the things that have been there before. So if you are telling yourself, I'm going to be so generous when I have so much money, but you're like stingy as heck, you don't, you don't give gifts, you don't, like you're just like not generous at all then don't be surprised when you have money that you're like still tight pocketed. Don't be surprised that like that scarcity will actually come through. And so it's so important to to actually start with your humble beginnings and lean into all of the changes now while you have less. Faithful with little, faithful with much. Okay, so anyway, I just thought I would say that as an aside before going into the second part because spending money and making that feel good in business is a lot harder. I've learned this personally um, this year because this year, as you all know, I moved out on my own and I was just talking to my partner about this this morning on our walk. Um, I actually move out on my own. He comes by and, and he visits, uh, not visits, um, <laughs> he'll, he'll stay the night every now and then. And we'll go on our morning walks. And we're just talking about how um, when you move out on your own, like 
yes, there's things that you already anticipate you're going to pay for, like paying for your own rent, buying your own toilet paper, like stuff like that, that you, you have to be prepared for. Um, but there's also this dynamic where you're, you're stretched in your capacity to actually understand that no longer is life about making money and then just spending it all on like whatever feels good. Like it's no longer your part-time job type thing where, you know, back when you first started working, you made like $50 or like $100 and you spent all of it because you could, like your parents paid for everything. And then you sort you sort of slowly start to learn that lesson as you get your own phone, you pay for your own petrol. And then when you fully move out on your own, it's everything, even your health, like things like your medication or um, your consultation appointments that you have to pay for or um, food and groceries and like bills. And if you leave the heater on, you have to pay for, for the heating and just like things and maintenance. And, you know, um, because I'm on my own, like, I can't just, you know, my mom usually stocks up, like, snacks or she stocks up the medicine cabin. Like, if I didn't buy it, then I don't have access to it. And it's just like, I thought to myself, wow, if I'm going to be spending a lot of money just on things that aren't necessarily enjoyable to spend, I just have to spend on them, like, buying medicine. Like, who would have thought, like, that could be enjoyable and empowering to buy, but that's just not where I started. But this year I've worked so hard on my money mindset that like even paying for bills, paying for, um, what do you call it? Paying for just anything, like even, uh, maintenance stuff that you're like, you just eye roll at and you're like, seriously, we have to pay for this. Like I have had to work on my money mindset so hard so that those expenses do not feel like a burden. And here's my motivator. Here's why. And I told my partner this. Look, if we actually, if the way we're going to live, the way that life is, is you need to pay for bills. You need to pay for these things. Unexpected expenses are going to come. And you think that it's stressful every single time to pay for them. Whether you have lots or little of money. Like I know people with lots of money who still, they get stressed paying for things that aren't enjoyable to pay for, that aren't luxurious and entertaining, right? But if that's the way it's going to work, then wouldn't it be of service to ourselves to actually just reframe and understand the value of paying for these things? Now, I've shared this with you on another episode, but basically I just worked so hard at telling myself that anytime I was putting my money down on anything it was an empowering thing. It was going to feel good, even if it was to pay for maintenance, even if it's to pay for rent, because the truth is that's those things give me access to so much more. There's greater value than just the transaction. And what I mean is I pay for rent. What that actually means is I'm paying for another week to be in my dream apartment, living in my own space, enjoying the the office that I'm in, enjoying just the shelter, the warmth. When I pay for for my medication or like for consultation fees that I like are so annoyingly high for no reason. I have like an ENT appointment. They're ears, no ears, nose and throat 
um, for my sinuses and stuff. And it's just a consultation. Um, and it's like $300, guys. Like, what? <laughs> just for a consultation, they're probably going to tell me what I already know. And then write up, write on a piece of paper to refer me to book at a private hospital for a surgery that's going to cost who knows what and all of these other things. But I'm like, hey, I'm paying for good health, right? And even if it seems unreasonable, irrational, annoying, I'm just going to choose to not stress about it. Choose to believe that it gives me access to far more and to just be grateful. So anyway, let's go into it. Number one, making spending that money feel even better. How to do that is by directing your spending towards a cause that holds deep meaning for you. When you spend towards things that hold deep meaning for you, it feels good no matter how much it is. And it's kind of just like when you buy a really lovely gift for someone you really care about or you're paying for an experience of a lifetime, like it's once in a lifetime. You, You do not care what it costs. In the same way, if what you value is your your confidence, let's say your confidence with your body and what's gonna get you there is hiring a trainer having access to a gym so you can exercise, Um, maybe even a mindset coach around your training. Like it may sound crazy to everybody else to pay so much money for those things. Even activewear, if activewear also contributes to that image, that version of you that's going to feel really, really fulfilled and confident. And that means, that holds significant meaning to you because maybe you didn't have like that confidence your whole life because of your body image and and your relationship with yourself, then it's worth it, right? It, It affirms what you value. And when you spend money towards something that you hold near and dear to your heart, it contributes, it's like casting a vote for the, for the version of you that you really, really want to bring out in the world. It contributes to the vision that you have of yourself and it tells you, your body, your brain, that this is worth it, that you are worth it. I'm not going to go on too long about that one because it's basically a, the point that I make in the uh, in the episode about redefining your relationship with money. But the second point is spending money feels good when we understand that the act of spending money is an empowering thing and that the true value of money doesn't come from the dollar, I guess, the return on investment in a dollar value or whatever your currency is. And like a lot of people, especially for business coaching, this is why a lot of coaches get stuck in trying to sell their services as well is because they try to quantify like what their service is, thinking that it's like how many, like paid per hour, right? Like personal trainers do this a lot. Like they they charge pay per hour. And look, this isn't inherently a bad thing. Just like how when you're pricing your packages, you're like, okay, this would be X amount of value. They do a valuation amount on everything and then they come up with the cost. But when you understand that money and and spending money actually has more value to give you than you putting like putting out or losing 
it it changes everything. It really, really, really does. Money then just becomes a vessel through which you empower yourself. And spending money becomes that act through which you empower yourself, right? Um, something that, it's something that like a lot of people never get to understand because they just, they will settle for the cheaper thing and think, okay, I'm fulfilled now. I've got the thing. It's just a cheaper version, but that's okay. But the truth is they never got the full value of the experience that they came for because they didn't actually go all the way with it. They didn't value themselves enough. They didn't place enough priority on what this really means for them. And so an example might be like a holiday. Again, I was talking to my partner about this. Like if you are at a place that you've never been before, that you probably never will go back to in so long, and you cheap out on yourself because you're like, oh, it's okay, we'll just settle for that. Yes, you're going to have a good time. And and while it's not just about the luxuries in life, this is just an example. We were talking about how like it just makes sense to sort of spend on, on the things that are going to give you the full experience. Um, and usually, yes, they're going to be a little bit more pricey. But even when it's just something as simple as like, if you want to upgrade your meal, like, buy a few extra dollars, upgrading that meal can be empowering in that the value of what you get is not $3 extra worth of coffee. It's that the the message you've told yourself is that I'm a boss and boss girls get large cappuccinos and this is symbolic of me believing that I'm a boss girl. And then you walk around for the rest of your day, you do amazing things, you create powerful content, you just feel better and your clients get the best of you and just everyone wins. The true value of that was not $3, $4 worth more of coffee. It's you've literally added so much value to your entire life by just that transaction. So it's not really about the thing. It's not really about the, the actual amount but it's the symbolic value or the symbolic return of investment the greater net worth of impact it has okay now the last thing in this um, part about spending money and making that feel good is making I mean spending money making spending that money feel good happens when there is a conviction behind the spending and any time there is a conviction, it usually comes with a level of sacrifice. It costs us something more than just the dollar amount, but it costs something in our soul, in a way. Um, it's a little bit hard to explain this one, but it's kind of like when people give to a cause that really moves them. Or when you give generously to someone who really needs it and you don't feel the need to boast about it, to tell the world or to, yeah, you just do it because you just, there. it just holds this place in your heart and it costs you something. It wasn't easy to give that money. It wasn't easy to bless that person with that money, but when there is such a deep conviction about it, there's almost a willingness to sacrifice 
and a willingness to count that cost and that kind of spending also makes it so rewarding and this is where for you and your business it might look like investing in systems it may look like spending on you like spending on investing in your brain hiring a coach for yourself or joining a program giving yourself compassion to rest and to be held by someone who knows what they're doing or getting support like stop whipping yourself and treating yourself like a dog give yourself the nice things in business subscribe go premium spend those extra dollars rather than spending those extra hours of your life that you're never going to get back spend it and when your conviction is you when your vision for your life is you want to live a life of financial freedom but right now you're slaving away my friends if your mindset stays the way it is you're going to get to whatever. You're going to grow. You're going to double your income five years, two years, three years from now. And you're still not going to want to invest in that premium service. You're still not going to want to upgrade. Like, you're still not going to want to hire a coach. Like, spending money doesn't get easier when you get more of it, is what I'm trying to say. So, really, if there's systems that you need to fix up in your business, or maybe you don't know what systems, like, reach out to me if you need some guidance. But... Guys, your business is your baby and it deserves the best. And if you understand that if your baby is birthed from you, then you got to give you the best. And so it isn't something to be ignored or downplayed when you are exhausted because you haven't been spending on you. It doesn't serve you to try to grow your business, to work like a dog, but not be working on what needs to be improved, investing in in things that maybe are uncomfortable, maybe it's a little bit more than you forked out, but it's going to be worth it. You got to take care of what's going to take care of your soul. And you can't do that if you're doing all the things, trying to hold the entire business up on your shoulders but not actually taking care of yourself, right? Um, So conviction, like, get educated first on what is actually needed, maybe what's missing for you, where your energy needs to be going towards and where it's going to that isn't helpful. And And then spend on that. And trust me, it's going to be so empowering, so liberating. It's going to be amazing. But there you have it. That is how we make making money feel good and how we make spending that money feel even better. Now, I hope you have gotten so much value out of this. I am releasing something very exciting. You're coming your way. It's going to be all about money and the lot. Money, 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 mindset, sales, pricing a fun little thing that i'm releasing for you all in the coming months so keep an eye out keep an ear out follow me on instagram and if something anything in this podcast episode stood out to you do reach out to me screenshot this podcast episode share it on your socials and tag me 
I can't wait to hear what you take away from this and how this changes the way you relate to money. More to come in the coming weeks. We're not done yet. There's a lot of stuff here to dive into. So if you do have particular topics or questions, feel free to message me on Instagram and I will make sure to include it in this podcast episode. I mean, in this next podcast episode. (laughs) All right, my friends, trailblazers, go forth and do amazing things in the world. Go and make some money and go and spend some money. Catch you guys soon.